When we talk about energy efficiencies, we're usually talking about at home, turning off the lights or unplugging appliances. But power plants have efficiency issues as well. A lot of energy is lost when we burn fossil fuels to make electricity. Our Inside Energy team shines a light on efforts to make combustion more efficient. Catherine Roberts starts us off. Our story begins with a question we received from a student. Garrett Bess is 14, and he just finished up eighth grade at Wellington Middle School in northern Colorado. We're talking to him and others in our story on Skype. Is it possible to collect non-renewable resources by using renewable resources to power these methods of collecting them by making a power loop? We needed to simplify that a bit. Garrett is interested in the waste heat created when energy is produced in a power plant. All that wasted heat, can it be reused, recycled? turned into energy? He got the idea from his uncle, who runs two gas turbine electricity plants in Louisiana. So my uncle, he showed me, like he took me around one day and showed me how like his power plants work and it just got me really interested in it. And I was wondering if you could eventually like make a power plant someday that doesn't lose any thermal energy and doesn't lose any energy anywhere. That's an important question. So we'll pause here for a quick science lesson. In a thermal engine, when fuel is burned at high pressure, heat enters the system and makes something happen, in our case, moving a turbine that generates electricity. But the process always wastes a lot of heat. For instance, a coal-fired power plant is usually only a little more than 30% efficient. On its own, a natural gas turbine doesn't do much better. But there are ways to improve. Garrett and I caught up with his uncle, Bill Ray. His plants already use waste heat to power generators. So how common is this? You see that uh, utilities more and more are building, uh, they're not building coal, they're not building nuclear, they're building combined cycle gas facilities. Combined cycle, that's the key. The air is pulled in to the combustion turbine area. Using his phone, Ray takes us on a virtual tour of one of the plants he manages. Essentially, the system begins with two side-by-side natural gas combustion turbines. Their design is similar to a jet engine. They do their thing, transforming heat into power, and then... So we take that exhaust from those machines and push it into heat recovery steam generators. The waste heat is used to make steam, the steam powers its own turbine, and creates additional power. How much additional power? Ray estimates the gain for his combined cycle setup. It's probably upwards of somewhere around 60%. That's pretty good, but can we do even better? We asked Anna Chittam with the American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy. She says yes, we can do better. And the answer is something called combined heat and power, or CHP. A best-in-class might be closer to 85% efficient. That high efficiency comes from the fact that the heat isn't used to generate more electricity, but is used as heat. Hot water, it can be space heating. You can run it through uh, a system called absorption cooling, and you can produce air conditioning. That works well for places like university campuses and hospitals. But combined heat and power systems only make up about 8% of the country's total electric capacity. If it's so efficient, why isn't there more of it? A big reason? CHP has a PR problem. It's been called CHP. It's been called cogeneration. And I think that there are some really interesting benefits to CHP that are just poorly understood. Benefits like better reliability and the potential to balance out intermittent renewables like solar and wind. But now, with new power plant regulations on the horizon, states are scrambling for more efficiency. 
It might be combined heat and power's moment to shine. But still, can we ever get to that perfect 100% efficient power generation? We put it to Bill Ray. There, there's always a never-ending battle that would make it difficult to ever reach 100%, but I, I think we can always continue to try, and I think you know we can get a lot closer than we are today. For Inside Energy, I'm Katherine Roberts, reporting with Wellington Middle School student Garrett Bess. For hand-drawn diagrams of how combined heat and power works and lots of other fun extras, check out our website, insideenergy.org.